Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. An investigation that's been called expansive into Michigan. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, the new morning show on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we'll get to what we saw in New Orleans last night with the Jags escaping with a win over the Saints, Perloff, but... This Michigan scandal is now front page news. Michigan has been in the headlines a little bit over the last year. Jim Harbaugh had to sit out the first three games of the season, a self-imposed suspension. Now we get a sign-stealing scandal that could threaten to be pretty bad here for the Michigan program. Well, you know how college football fans take every little thing and blow them into a tempest? This is going to, I think this could be a cloud over the whole season. And I know it's the most minor infraction of all time. They're accused of having advanced scouts at the game, basically to figure out the other team signs. Sign stealing is not illegal, but yeah. advanced scouting is. Yeah, you and can't I, send somebody to a future opponent's game on your behalf and try to find and figure out their yeah. signs. That's been illegal since 1994. And you know, I, I read the, uh, Yahoo in the story. The reason it was illegal is that the colleges want to save money by not having advanced scouts. It had nothing to do with sign ceiling. But here's why it's a big deal, a bigger deal, because Michigan's very popular. I arguably one of the top two or three most popular teams. They're now a heavy favorite to win the national title. Since Brock Bowers got hurt, Georgia dipped down in the odds well below them. So everything was working out perfectly. Their quarterback's on fire. Their running game's amazing. Jim Harbaugh's a great coach. This is a dream season for Michigan. Who has a, When's the last time they won a title? I'm sorry, I should know this, but it's been a long time. This was the year they broke through, and now, now they have this over their head. Can you imagine what the, the signs at game day this weekend in Ohio State are going to be like? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's going to be a chum in the water now. I think this is going to be a feeding frenzy yeah, on Michigan. I, but here's, the, here's where I'm going to differ from you. I don't know if this is going to be a cloud that goes over the season because, first of all, the NCAA, who nobody likes, moves at a glacial pace. Like, we're not going to get any resolution on anything. That's probably true. Because (laughs) teams are still getting punished for stuff that happened in, like, 2020. (laughs) I mean, we're, we're three years out from that. So they don't move very quickly. And now that Michigan's going to be under so much scrutiny, you know, any whiff here is going to be like, they have to be so buttoned up. Now it's interesting. They have identified who they think the staffer is, who is um, responsible for maybe basically scouting these future opponents in the violation of the law. His name, according to ESPN is Connor Stallions. Oh, wow. Cool. uh, Cool. Last name, a retired captain in the United States Marine Corps. He's a person of interest in the investigation into whether 
they were, you know, his future scouting. I got to tell you, I know this is like could be against the rules, but tell me that's not brilliant. <laughs> you get a Marine Corps guy, like imagine he's probably done things that are way more dangerous than something like this. This had to be the easiest assignment he's ever had in his life. Oh, yeah. No, that that's so great. You couldn't make Rutgers up a, a better name. And, and blend in with the, you know, blend in or, I don't know, misrepresent yourself, which would be a little bit bigger. And then sign steal. Amazing. Well, here's why I think this is more important than a normal scandal. Because if you read the Big Ten statement, they said we're of utmost consideration is competition. Like, that's one thing. A recruiting violation, nobody on earth cares about that. If you mess with what we're seeing on the field, I think people get really upset. Because and that's the gambling why element. the gambling element also too, you want to, as a fan, you want to believe everything you're seeing is completely real. That's why I think the Astros scandal is one of the biggest sports scandals of my time. I mean, really sign ceiling has been around in what baseball for since uh, the game was invented 150 years, yeah. but this Astros thing just has been a cloud over the sport of baseball. And the Michigan, I'm telling you, the Michigan Wolverines are 50 times more popular than the Houston Astros. Yeah. I, I, I think this is going to be huge, and especially if the other coaches like try to make it a big deal, which they will, because oh. that's what college football coaches do. They're the most petty human beings <laughs> on the planet. The college football coaches can't wait for oh. Jim Harbaugh, you know, to oh, get knocked down a peg. Especially him. He's kind of confrontational, dude. You know, like yeah. he he's you don't get the sense that he's like Mr. Kumbaya with the coaches. He used to get into remember with Jim Schwartz when he was at the NFL. Oh, like yeah. he Everybody. always does it. But at least you know. This is one year. I, of course, next year he'll all figure it out at Michigan. Isn't that how you see it, Maggie? I thought Jim Harbaugh's been gone for the <laughs> NFL like two scandals ago. And then now what do you think? Definitely gone. <laughs> and not only I think he's gone from the NFL, I think the quality of job that he was looking to take keeps going down and down and down. Like at this point, he'd be lucky to get the Bears job. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. Well, now that Lincoln Riley is apparently honing in on that Bears job. All right, but he probably won't beat out Lincoln Riley, to be honest. But Yeah, I think he's looking at, like, the Carolinas, the sort of NFC South jobs. Listen, or... I he will pack his bags and probably be at the airport in Ann Arbor to, in an hour. <laughs> you know, Atlanta, there are plenty of flights from Detroit to Atlanta. He could be there. <laughs> yeah, this this means he has no chance of coming back. He's, he's no. clearly had enough of this. I think he was waiting it out. It works out perfectly for him because Blake Corum came back. McCarthy, once J.J. McCarthy's gone, why is he going to want to stay anyway? So here's the other question about the scandal. Yeah. And this is again why I think it's going to be the Michigan's going to be a little more Teflon on this, and yeah. it's going to it's going to go away a little bit. Is because what can you prove you got from this? Like, do you remember Spygate? Right, Spygate with uh, uh, Bill Belichick, yeah, and yeah. it was videotaping, and and uh, Gre- uh, Eric Mangini was his former assistant, called him out for it, and they got they got a first round draft pick taken yeah. away and massive fines. And Robert Kraft came out after and said. Ask Belichick, what kind of advantage, like what's a percentage advantage you felt like you yeah. got from Spygate? And Belichick said 8%. Okay. And Robert Kraft goes, well, then you're a schmuck because you got us in trouble. And if it's true, it was only 8%. Like you put us at our franchise in jeopardy for not a big enough advantage. Like I'd love to know what did Michigan, like how much better did they get from this? What real advantage right. did they see from this? And is that tangible? Wait, I totally agree with you. It's it's a minor advantage, but think about Spygate. Spygate took over the entire NFL for a better part of three years. So it doesn't matter that it's a minor advantage. That does not affect the size of the scandal. It's funny. You have a really good point. Like, it, Spygate really should not have been that big a deal. It was a quote-unquote videotape procedure error. Yeah. They were just taping from an illegal spot. Should have been nothing. But do you remember that cloud over the NFL? So I think this is a very minor thing that Michigan was doing. 
Although I do love that guy's name. It's yeah. just a minor Connor little thing Stallions that should be nothing. Seven. It's going to be something. Well, I don't I don't think they're going to be Teflon on this. I think this is going to hang around this team all season long. Well, think about it, too. What do these two coaches have in common? Like, they <laughs> yes. might have made some enemies <laughs> yeah. over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh may have ticked a few people off. I don't they, know. Belichick running up the score all the years that he did. Jim Harbaugh just generally being Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I, th- I know. They, have, they both have the similar intensity. You might argue that... I mean, I'm not going to diagnose them, or, but their personality quirks are perfect to be intense head coaches. Maybe a little bit of, I'll say it, they're a little bit on the spectrum on the brilliant <laughs> side. They're not like, you know, you meet those guys. It's not like, this guy, I don't know if he's normal. I know. The only thing is with Belichick, they'll say like, no, behind the scenes, he's it's got all this hysterical. charisma. No one ever says yeah. that about Jim Harbaugh. It's like, uh, no, behind the scenes, it's kind of what you see as well. Well, Harbaugh, yeah, anyway. Harbaugh came on Dan Patrick's show three or four times. Uh, maybe it was only once in person. Very nice. Oh, okay. So maybe he does have some credit. No, no. He was very – I mean, he's a recruiter. Yes. So he can he can turn on way more than Belichick ever has to. But I think that's a nature of the college football coaching. Saban's the same way. The wor- I mean, Urban Meyer, I, he is the quietest, most serious person ever, but he has no personality. Yeah. That whole group of coaches are also odd. But I do think that this is – you know, people are looking for something to go against Michigan. You have yeah. so many Ohio State fans. You have so many Penn State fans. You have so many Georgia fans. They're looking for this. The tweets last night were unbelievable. Everyone calling them the Michigan Astros now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So this is something that caught your eye. Yeah. And this took off a little bit on social media last night. It's kind of interesting to play this now because in the moment, yeah. nobody picked up on this at all. But this was Greg Schiano, the head coach of Rutgers. They were at the big house, what, two weeks ago? For a game? I have no idea because I do not watch Rutgers okay, football. Okay, well, I live in New Jersey, so I like to <laughs> Even follow yo, the whole team. Even yo, get out of here. That game, those I, games are so boring. Anyway. Uh, Greg Schiano, that, that game was actually kind of not, not that big of a blow. Anyway, Greg Schiano, here's the halftime interview he does with the Big Ten Network. Now, keep in mind, now we know that Michigan is being accused of sign stealing. Coach, four penalties for your team in the first half. Some that cost you. How do you clean that up in the second half? Well, there's some stuff going on out there, so we just got to slow it down a little bit. There's some things going on that aren't right as well, so we'll talk about how to handle it. Does Michigan defense keep in Gavin Wimsett in this passing game in check? How do you adjust? Well, just got to keep playing. You know, in the game, we just got to keep playing. Yeah, I uh, mean, kind of begging for the follow-up there from, yeah. uh, and I don't know who the sideline reporter was. I'm sure she does a fantastic job, but like he was kind of opening the door on something. You know, as Dan Patrick always says, Perloff. Well, your former boss and one of my, yeah. like, you know, on the Mount Rushmore for me of broadcasters, you got to be listening when you're interviewing somebody. Oh, that would have been tough, though, to go to the scandal. I mean, she had no idea. No, she had no idea, yeah. but it's like something's not right out there. Coach, oh, wait, what's well, not right out point. there? Good point, good point. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're talking about personalities of coaches. Enter Greg Schiano. He'd be, if Rutgers <laughs> was a little better, he'd be a great character in this job. If we're going to do a play, Oh, I would love to see some, an angry Greg Schiano. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the poll question today is... I think you could say, I mean, is it too far to say if Michigan wins a title this year, is there an asterisk because of sign stealing? I mean, that, wow. might, be, that might be crazy. I mean, asterisk, I don't know if it's like an official asterisk, but I think in fans' minds, is this an asterisk title, much like the 2017 Astros? That, to me, that's an asterisk final. Yeah. Can we agree on that? Sure, and I, Dodger fans would definitely agree with you. Yeah, that. so I think if Michigan wins a title this year, are people going to go so far to put an asterisk? And 
based on your reaction, I think you think this should not be because it is kind of a minor infraction. No, but I think on your reaction, I think you you say yes. Well, I I have to think about that more, but I do. I guarantee you, other fans will do this because people hate Michigan and <laughs> well, in Ohio State. Like there's there's a lot of sports hate towards Michigan. Oh, definitely. And Michigan, you know, historically is one of the winningest college yeah. football programs of all time. So I think the question is like, does this now put a cloud over the season? Um, and if they win the t- yeah, if they win the title, should have an asterisk. Yeah, let's. I mean, listen, USC did they vacate their title? So the the NCAA will go back 15 years later. They'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> you know, yeah, I can't our, wait to find our out. grandkids will be talking about this. Uh, how they rule on this one? Yeah, I can't wait to find out what actually happened in the year 2035. Oh I'm God, be I can pins and needles. I can already tell in advance if we put that poll out who I'm going to hear from. Uh, Rich Eyes, a Michigan alum, is not going to like this poll question. He's going to be like, asterisk, that's ridiculous. Uh, that's the other thing, too. Maybe I'm too into this because of, three of my friends are Ohio State grads and, like, five are Michigan grads. No, it's one and of the— they just take this so personally. It's one of the best rivalries we have in college football. But, again, this is about other teams in the Big Ten, too. You know, this isn't just about Ohio State. This is about who knows how many teams are implicated or feel like they've been wronged rather not implicated feel like they're on the wrong side of this yeah. and that Jim Harbaugh was doing something nefarious now he says he has no he didn't know about it <laughs> uh, there's a great uh, I mean just the tweets are amazing there's one where Jim Harbaugh is signing uh, stealing front yard signs from somebody <laughs> and looking suspicious <laughs> that's the thing you don't need a lot here Maggie all you need is a little ember to turn any kind of college football story into a gigantic all-consuming fire all right is this going to be a cloud over Michigan season 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 Perloff says yes I say no let us know what you think I did have an NFL game last night Sort of being a pretty good one at the end of the yeah. game. It was close at least. That that had Thursday night football written all over <laughs> it. That game. That game was sloppy. Well, nonetheless, we do have one big takeaway from last night's game. We'll get to that in just a moment. It is Maggie and Perloff on this Friday. <sighs> you made it. End of the week. We'll be back in just a moment. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app. 
by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app, Get in the Zone. AutoZone, the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, can help you find a fix for free. Get in the Zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Now, normally Maggie here on Maggie and Perloff, I look forward to Andrew Bogus's sports updates. A lot of news, a lot of humor. Dreading today. Just dreading <laughs> Bogus's Why? arrival. Dreading it. Why? We love Be- Bogus. Because ever since we started in the morning, it's been nothing but Phillies wins. I do not want to hear what he's going to do to me after the Phillies <laughs> lose 2-1 to the Diamondbacks. Well, they lost. Yeah, yeah our Phillies? 2-1. to one. I mean, listen, I told you guys the bullpen was going to implode. Anybody <laughs> who watches Kimbrel knows that you could get to that guy. Whatever. You're not going to get me there. Last night, huge football showdown. Uh, actually, technically, there was a football game. <laughs> it was a jag. As Maggie yeah. labeled it, a jag. Just a game yeah. last night. Instead of just a guy like they do with like mid-round yeah. picks. It's just a game. Do you still feel that way about Saints-Jags? No, this is, this is what I thought going away from that Saints-Jags game. I'd rather lose 24 to 9 yeah. than have to endure what the Saints fans did last night which is the Jags take their foot off the gas. They allow the Saints to get back in the game. The Saints have a chance to tie it, or they would have had a decision to make if they'd scored the touchdown, whether to kick the field or go for two. Spoiler alert, they were definitely kicking the field goal. Dennis Allen isn't going for two. (laughs) Sorry, Dennis Allen going for two in that situation or 0.0, but yes. (laughs) It's so funny. Al Michaels brought it up. He's like, interesting decision they'll have to make. It's like, really, Al? Have you been watching Dennis Allen? Anyway, um... They get so close. I mean, literally a Derek Carr throw to Foster Moreau in the end zone. The tight end drops the ball. Like, yeah. it's on his fingertips on the third and goal. Fourth and goal, There, you know, play gets broken up and nothing happens. And you lose the game after the big comeback. I'd rather just get blown out. Because giving the Saints fans that kind of hope and playing with their emotions in that way when this offense is so bad for some reason. We know the reason why, but so bad. Like, that to me was more torture, and that was a worse thing to do to your fans than just get blown out and just move (laughs) on to the next game. The worst. Yeah, I I feel the same way about the game. The Jags went up 14-3, and they said, oh, there's no way this offense on the opposing side is – I mean, the Saints offense – even though they did score 24 points, it's hard to describe how painful it is it's to why. It's brutal. Derek Carr can't hit anybody. Kamara cannot run the ball at all. Uh, nobody can run the ball. They had, uh, obviously, key offensive line injuries. They were backup tackles, so they have an excuse. But to me, I walked away from that game, and I said, ooh, the Jaguars look really strong. It doesn't matter that it was a game. Because never for one second did I think they were going to lose. And when they finally needed to start playing on offense again, how many – Plays did it take them to score? Two yeah, plays. Like, like two plays. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence was looking like Lamar Jackson out there with a knee brace. It was it was not nearly as close. I know the Saints came back and almost tied it. For some reason, I still feel like the Jags. The Jags would have won that game anyway. Yeah, this if you are a real diehard Jags fan, this could be a little troubling because they've let some teams hang around. Like their offense should be a lot better than it is. You know, like yeah. they let the Bills hang around, they let the Saints hang around in games where they really had their opponent on the ropes and probably should have buried them. It kind of feels like a theme for all the really good teams this year. The Chiefs have let people hang around. The Eagles last week against the Jets let the Jets hang around. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, teams are getting a little conservative in that spot, and I kind of get it. This was uh, It's interesting. There's been a lot of things about how scoring is down across the league. Yep. 
Did you notice, by the way, the officiating was, I would say, pro-offense last night? There were not the holding calls. No. The, no, these two offenses were just terrible on third down yeah. just because they were bad. Yeah. Not because the officials were impacting it in any way. Yeah, I think the Jaguars were just conservative. I thought Trevor Lawrence, you know, we had a debate yesterday, and you said that Trevor Lawrence is already in the elite category of NFL quarterbacks, and yeah. I said he's not there yet. I got to be honest, I was watching last night, I'm like, ooh, I think Maggie might be right. I, I, have I to turned tell you, you. No, you didn't turn me. Trevor Lawrence turned <laughs> me because when, when he was engaged early in the game, I'm like, oh, my God, he's just picking the Saints apart. But then they got really conservative, started running the ball, and they weren't effective. ETN's great. So I, I'm not going to judge too much. It was a short week, injuries. I think the Jags are in great shape because they're 5-2, yep. most wins in the AFC. They did win on the road. Saints are a mess, but the Jags, you got that's your Super Bowl pick. you yeah. got to be feeling pretty good. Well, the reason why they were my Super Bowl pick is not because I think they're necessarily the most talented team in the AFC, but I thought they were going to have the most wins because of their schedule in the conference. They're going to get the number one seed, I thought, in the AFC, and I still think that's alive. And getting that first-round bye has shown to be so incredible for these teams. Yeah, that- but has it been incredible for the AFC South? Well, yeah, I mean, the Titans lost to the to the Bengals <laughs> yeah, famously. Yeah, the Colts had a lot of first-round buys and went out in the first round of a lot of playoffs. But you'll, you'd rather have it than having to play. I just think the AFC South has a history of, of sort of jazzing up records of its winner, and then they fall apart. No, they're really good. But then again, they last night they were throwing to this guy, Agnew, the whole time, yeah. 35, and I didn't understand that. I know Zay Jones was out. Yeah. It does feel like they're missing a weapon. Calvin Ridley's not consistently great. feels like they could be more explosive. I think they might get there. But right now, their offense feels a bit stuck in the mud. Yeah, I mean, maybe credit the Saints' defense for that. The Saints' secondary yeah. is good. Their Saints' front is also very, very good. Very, very good. Um, but, yeah, you finally saw Christian Kirk, like, turn on the Jets yeah. on that late touchdown. Yeah. I was like, is that Tyreek Hill out there? That guy's where did he find that speed? Yeah, that is funny. He said he has to run that fast <laughs> since college. Uh, yeah, I, I think that this offense has room to grow, and I think it will grow because Trevor does look amazing. You were you were probably spot on yesterday. I appreciate that. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, we talked about the Michigan scandal. Now they're embroiled in a scandal. It's a sign-stealing scandal, but not in the sense that you would think about, you know, like a runner on second <laughs> trying to read the catcher's signs they're putting down no this is about sending someone on your staff to scout a future opponent in college football that has been illegal since the mid-90s so michigan is being investigated gary is in new jersey wants to talk about it good morning gary good morning guys it's nice to see you on my drive in usually i speak to you on my drive home Gary, you're wonderful. So a little background on Gary. Gary, who I've known for a long time and is an awesome person, also is a a brewmaster. Makes his own beer. I know that that just made everyone in the studio perk up a little bit, Gary. And it's delicious (laughs) uh, Pelican Brewing. And you got to check Gary out on social media. How you been, Gary? I've been good. I've been very good. And you guys, your body clock's adjusted to being up this early? Turns out we're morning people. Very good. That's what I like. No one's more surprised than us. <laughs> so, what do you got on Michigan? So, I've been a big Michigan fan since, like, 1982, so I go back a long way. Uh, you know, when it comes to this scandal, I get it. It's terrible that you have to try to get this advantage over it. 
the seven opponents that they played, they should have beaten without any type of advantage. I mean, they are not even in the meat of their schedule yet. Uh, do I think it's going to be a, a cloud over their head like Turlock does? No, I don't. I think, you know, it's going to go forward. And like you said, it, it takes the NCAA years, uh, to, you know, to get into anything. So uh, I, I think we're all going to just, you know, a few months it'll be passed by and nobody will even remember it. Gary, I, I'm with you. Wait, maybe, Gary, maybe Gary. Maybe not that no one's going to remember it, but wait, I don't, wait, wait. Oh, I don't Gary, think it's going to be a This is Big Ten football. Everybody remembers everything. <laughs> you know those fans are they're rabid. Yeah, I know. Yes, we are. We're rabid. We hate Ohio State. We hate Penn State. We hate all that. They hate us. Uh, they'll remember it, but, I mean, I don't know. It's just yeah. going forward, like I said, once they get into the meat of their schedule, uh, that would be where I would say, oh, they took the advantage of the science dealing. But now that they've been caught and they can't do it, you know, we'll see whether or not they are the true number two or possible champion. Gary, great to talk with you. Hope everybody's well. Uh, say hi to everybody. Gary's a great guy. So here's the question, though. If they're doing all this in advance, have yeah. they already scouted Michigan oh. State, Purdue, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State? Those are the games remaining on Absolutely. the schedule. And apparently they were also looking at, allegedly – potential college football playoff opponents as well. Oh, I didn't know that detail. That's wonderful. Here's the thing. They they basically had a half season. They, they've had preseason up to this point because their schedule has been so terrible. The story said they took advantage of this break in their schedule to focus on scouting the good teams. That's kind of sad for college football that Michigan gets such a soft schedule that they don't even have to pay attention to who they're playing. They can already start advanced scouting Penn State and Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I, I disagree with Gary. I think that sign stealing to me is a minor thing, yeah. but we love running with it. I mean, the Spygate thing, what was Spygate? At the end of the day, it was nothing, yeah, and it, it became it, a, a monster for the NFL. You're right, and it also, you know, kind of started labeling Belichick yeah. as, you know, a cheater, and that stayed with a lot of people. Obviously, he's done so much winning. Um, I thought this was, forgive me for getting a bit of a chuckle out of this. I know I shouldn't, but... Apparently, the NCAA put Michigan State on high alert because Michigan's playing Michigan State this week. I'm like, oh, you God. don't think ah. Michigan State's got bigger problems? <laughs> put do Michigan State on high alert it, for Michigan? Also, yeah, that's the least of their problems. Also, like, do you know what their coach is accused of doing? I'm sorry, not even accused. He admitted. Oh, my God. And Michigan's, by the way, Michigan State scandals, as far as they go, the Mel Tucker one is nothing. Like, well, I know. There's yeah. some extremely serious ones. But right now, they're in a really serious one. Their head coach is on the phone having phone sex with a woman who wanted no part of it. You think they care about Ooh. Michigan sign stealing? <laughs> they, are, they also have a big problem. Like, they're, they're going to lose that case big time. They're going to have to pay up millions to Mel Tucker. That's oh, that's headed the towards a settlement. Yeah, I mean, Definitely. so he's due, he's due $85 million? Something like 88 something like that. Yeah, I read the legal people I read said he's going to get all that. So I, I don't know why Michigan State, this is why they don't just reset their entire athletic department. There's nothing but negative storylines. Anyway, the fact that they're on alert. Yeah, <laughs> alert. Like, this is like a 50th on the list of priorities for Michigan State. Yeah, they're on threat level midnight. <laughs> it's DEFCON. One not to I mention re- they're going to lose by 40. Yeah. One thing I read yesterday was that they considered not playing. Wait, who? Michigan State. State. Like, for a second, they, like, weren't going to play thinking that they were walking into, like, a trap because oh, that's such Michigan a... <laughs> knew all of their things. You know what that is? That's such, like, a convenient, like, hey, we're going to lose by a lot. Yeah. Let's just say yeah. this isn't fair. I mean, all, all then... of the stories that I read mentioned that teams, other teams were still okay with playing Michigan as if the, the 
conversation was had, like, do you want to play them still? Yeah, like, that's a possibility. Right. Also, this, this used to remind me of, like, when I used to play video games or something against my older brother, and he'd be on the verge. At one point, like, I'd be on the verge of beating him, and that would just be so incomprehensible in his mind he just quit the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just quit the game, no. start over, and just, like. It doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's got I, a name now. It's rage quitting. Oh, right, rage quitting. Yeah. So I feel like people were regretting that, though. Wasn't there a story? People were rage quitting. Oh, I, I, my, because my son still plays like nine year old level games like that, and he still says people will just bail. Oh, oh, sorry. I meant rage quitting your job. Like, oh, a, like no, no. a corporate job was a different thing. No, no, no. <laughs> just storming out of a video game because you're about Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. Because you were Trevor Lawrence through a pick in some kind of Madden simulation. Uh, Andrew Bogish is here for headlines. Good morning. Uh, good morning, guys. At this rate, the Astros should stay in Arlington or maybe wear their gray pants at home. They slug their way to their 55th road win last night, and now the ALCS is a best three. The 0-1. Pulls it left center field and hits it well. Going back. Good wood. Good night. Yes, sir, McCormick. Oh, now we're getting a little uh, naughty with our baseball highlights. Good wood, good night. Robert Ford, uh-huh. Astros uh-huh. Radio, Chaz McCormick, two-run homer among the finishing touches on a 10-3 knockdown of the Rangers. Jose Abreu's three-run homer back in the fourth put Houston in charge for good after an early 3-0 lead had disappeared. Dusty Baker's team 8-1 and one at Globe Life Fields. I don't know, man. I mean, they keep asking me that same question. I got the same answer. I don't know. Um, I know our guys, you know, see the ball well here. And, uh, you know, the ball carries here. I mean, I think it carries better here, even though the dimensions are probably larger here than in our ballpark. And now Baker can give the ball to Justin Verlander for game five later today with the series tied at two. The NLCS could be tied at two by the end of the day. The D-backs getting on the board with a 2-1 stunner over the Phillies yesterday. Cattell Marte gifted a game-ending RBI single by Philly closer Craig Kimbrell, who was too much of a gentleman to embarrass another pro team with a sweep in the semifinals. (laughs) It was 24-9 Jaguars after three quarters in New Orleans on Thursday night football. Those Saints rallied, so Jacksonville quickly retook the lead. Shotgun, empty backfield for Trevor. Three right, two left, he drops. Looks. Checks it down underneath. That's a crossing route to Christian Kirk. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Christian Kirk to the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. A crossing route to Christian Kirk. And the Jags have retaken the lead. Frank Frangie on Jags Radio. Lone TD pass of the night for Trevor Lawrence, who played on that sprained left knee. But it was enough for a 31-24 win and a four-game win streak. That was the goal is play, find a way to win the game and not set it back. And we'll get 10 days now to, to recover and get ready for Pittsburgh. So, I mean, it went perfect, honestly. So that was really good. Is uh, that AI? Yeah, it's Robo that Trevor. The chat GPT quarterback? Uh, he and the Jags are now 5-2 and two overall, their best start since 07. Jimmy Garoppolo not expected to play Sunday against the Bears because of his back injury, but we don't know if it's Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer instead of him under center. Uh, It's Connor Stallions. That's the Michigan football (laughs) analyst reportedly at the center of these sign-stealing allegations. Uh, He may have had a covert job, was listed under the recruiting department, but maybe was being sent around to do all these things and then sit at the computer and break down all the signs. Okay, so what's the dude's real name? Not Connor Stallions? (laughs) I don't think... 
Connor Stallions. I don't know. It's like the Ohio State linebacker, Steel Chambers. Like, right. some guys just have killer names like yeah. that. No, I Amy know. Freeze doing the weather. She <laughs> swears that's her real name. Yeah, Amy Freeze. I know Amy. Um, yeah, Connor Stallion sounds like something well, you Connor, choose for yourself. You wouldn't make up Connor. So the the question is, where did the name Stallion come it's from? It's Connor the Stallion. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's where yeah. Megan got it from. Yeah, with two E's. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, I think that's his real name. By the way, did you guys hear the Al Michaels call of the Christian Kirk touchdown by any chance? No. So Christian Kirk runs in the end zone, and he's sort of in the corner of the end zone. Al Michaels like, and he's out at the one. Uh, (laughs) And he goes, wait. (laughs) He goes, wait. Wait. He's saying he's in. And then you see the reverse angle. He's not within three feet of the sideline. (laughs) (laughs) So at least I'm glad that the the Jags radio got it. You know, it's it's a little John Sterling. You know, guys at the end. It's a little hard to see when the ball's leaving the yard or whether it's it's going to just be caught by the center fielder in plenty of space. I thought Al sounded it really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. <laughs> Poor John got hit with a baseball, but uh, I thought Al sounded a little different last night. Oh, uh, I thought it, the whole broadcast was a little low energy because I felt like both teams were frustrated last night. Like the Saints, it was just like Derek Carr was yelling at everybody. There was just, and there's something about the light at the, I don't know. There was just a pall over that game. Yeah. Maybe it was that Al wasn't into it, but I think he's trying. Do I'm, you? I'm going to say don't. something, I think he is. and I just want to preface this by saying, I think Al Michaels is amazing at he, what he does. Oh, he's Mount Rushmore. Love it. Soundtrack but. of my life. Soundtrack of my life, Al Michaels, right? But. Sounded like dentures were loose or something <laughs> like that. Like <laughs> I they could have came out. I don't even know if he wears dentures. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be ageist there. I literally feel like his voice sounded different. I, I, I agree. I, there was a different quality about his like microphone or something last night, and it made me feel like he didn't want to be there more than usual. God, I did not notice that. I'll listen back. Uh, but like, hey, let's. There's no Al Michaels. No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Unbelievable I, man. I, I, greatest broadcaster. Also, by my way, mom randomly went up to Al Michaels once at a restaurant in Boston, and was like, "My daughter's up." broadcaster and Al was extremely nice yeah. to her. So he's obviously a prince of a guy. And my mom was like, yeah, he was sitting with someone else, but I didn't know who the other person was. It was Robert Kraft. <laughs> oh, my mom wow. went up to him in like the four seasons or something. I don't know where they were. Uh, but your mom's lovely. I'm yes, sure she could have charmed Robert Kraft. Yes. I think the problem is not Al. I mean, and I'm a big Kirk Herbstreit fan as a person and a broadcaster. This is not working. Can we all admit that he's a college broadcaster doing NFL? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I was at, you know, he was talking about Trevor Lawrence last night. He's like, yeah, I was at both those games that he lost here. And yeah, I'm like, yes, because you are the voice of college football. What are you doing here? I keep saying that to myself. But if Al's bothered by him, he shouldn't let it affect his performance. Have you, you know, the history of Al. Well, yeah, Al has not gotten along with a couple booths. Anybody, mates. right? I don't know what you're talking about, man. But, <laughs> Let's but go just, ask Boomer. But just keep chugging along. Like, don't be pouting because Kirk's not no, I carrying don't th- his weight. I don't think Al's that bad at no, all. No, I think it's about the product on the field. Yes, right. He not shouldn't. He shouldn't be. His personal feelings should not be as involved in his <laughs> voice as they seem to be. I lately. think Al still gives a big game feel to it. Just hearing he his does. voice, I feel like there's still something there. It's also the games because of Thursday night football have not been great. Even though last night was close. It was not a high-quality played game. You, no. could, you could feel the Thursday nightness of it. No. Jeffrey Howells in the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, says is a, is a fix-it-ed commercial right around the corner. I <laughs> yeah. didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
Yeah, I would take that out of the podcast. I thought that was really mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that was not good. I don't want I don't want that coming back to me. Well, what? the guy doesn't eat vegetables, so it's definitely possible that he has like weird health issues. Yeah, he's never had a vegetable. Yeah, which oh, that, I, 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 that you cannot confirm that. There's no way that yes, Mrs. He, Michaels didn't give him vegetables growing up. He hasn't had a salad. He didn't have terrible parents that would just gave him red meat. He's not a you know, cave No, but some guys, there's a couple broadcasters like this. Ian Eagle, again, who I love and has been so kind to me in my career. This dude, like, it has a few things. Like, he won't ever have ketchup or sauces or a- any condiments on right. anything. that he, I don't think he eats vegetables either. Nance has the all-timer to me where he apparently has a picture of the burnt toast that he wants because yes. no one ever burns the toast correctly. Yeah. Hello, oh, wow. friends. That's a lot. I mean, those guys eat out, like, 200 days a year. I kind of like it because if I'm the restaurant, I want to make sure Nance is getting exactly what he wants. And when he says burn the toast, I guarantee my cooks in the back are not actually burning the toast. Jim Nance of CBS Sports. I mean, when a guy takes out a laminated picture of black (laughs) toast and goes, this is what I want, that's, I might leave. By the way, I love eating burned stuff too. Oh, really? I don't like burned toast. I, I don't like I do. black on toast. I think it causes cancer, too. I'm, I'm not sure. sure it probably does. <laughs> Those kind of carcinogens sure. you do not want. <laughs> I'm just going to be safe and not eat So, either. honestly, though, I want to, I still want to get invited to, to Toscano's. That's Al Michaels' restaurant right in L.A. I, I think you guys are you're, you're sort of poking the bear here. He's the coolest dude. The fact that he hasn't had a salad makes him one of the great males of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Basketball. What's that? Green beans. Basketball. Okay. That's another thing. Yeah, yeah it was great in the movie Basketball. All right, I'm sorry, Al. Uh, bogus respect. I'm not. I stand by it. Uh, if you're scoring at home, James Harden has missed back-to-back Sixers practices. He hasn't been with them since Sunday, but there were rumors he'd show up for tonight's preseason finale. So keep oh, watching. Oh, wow, lucky Sixers. <laughs> show up in, in uniform or just yeah, be no. in the crowd gonna with a, a giant Pepsi? No, no, he hot dogs? <laughs> he said he might play. It's like two beers down front for James Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, uh, that's so cool. He's, like, willing to show up. Yeah. It's funny. I did see a picture of him the other day in street clothes. Looks skinny because that dude kind of fluctuates his weight. So he looks like he's in shape. I say I'd be happy if he didn't show up for this game and all 82 regular season games and all two rounds of playoffs. Yeah. Sixers play. Just get rid of that dude. He's just saving Fat Harden for later. He can't use all his tricks here up front. This is the slow. <laughs> I'm going to stay away. I'm going to be randomly in Houston this week. Maybe I'll come to Friday's preseason game. If those things don't work... He'll get fat by, like, mid-December. Also, like, I don't know, reinvent yourself, man. Like, there's got to be a new way to burn your way out of town. We've already seen the fat stuff. We've already seen you going to, like, a birthday party in a strip club when you're supposed to be with the team. We need something new and creative. I mean, he went to China and blasted the GM. Like, this dude's got a couple Uh, ideas. (laughs) I just want to see where this goes. I think the universe wants Russell Westbrook and James Harden reunited. That would be the most amazingly bad basketball. Bring him to the Clippers, 82 games of dysfunction. It'd be the best. Then he'd burn his way out of there, too. Something new. Yeah. Uh, Last but not least, the Vegas Golden Knights, 5-3 winners in Winnipeg last night. They are the first cup champ since the Oilers in 85 to open the following season Five and zero, oh. and now I'm done. Back to you guys, Andrew Bogus. Thank you so much. Coming up, we're reading between the lines. What did one NFL star say, and then what did he mean? We'll get to that in a minute. Don't move, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Maggie and Perloff got a poll question up. Carlos, what is the poll question? It's Michigan scandal related. Does the latest Michigan football investigation put a cloud over the season? What's the early returns? 
Early returns say yes, absolutely, 53%, and 46 say no. It's not a big deal. Okay. So this is the sign-stealing scandal allegations that Michigan sent a staffer to scout future opponents, which has been a no-no since the mid-'90s. Okay, yes. Yeah, with a little bit of background, you know, Jim Harbaugh was already in trouble, uh, and he clearly had been lying about the previous scandal. Yes, that's There's just this this air of cheating. So if if they're as dominant as everyone thinks they might be, you're going to talk about it. I I just feel like regardless if they're not going to be able to block them from the Big Ten title game or the Final Four – but you know how college football fits. I just say they're going. This is going to be attached to this team. Uh, there was another scandal that also included a University of Michigan staffer, where he was accessing email accounts inside Schembechler Hall without proper authorization. This guy ended up getting suspended. His name was Matt Weiss. If that, uh, right. if that investigation or that scandal. Rang a bell. An employee reported fraudulent activity involving someone accessing university email accounts without authorization. Upon further investigation, it was found that a crime may have been committed. So what was it? Why why did he want these emails again? I don't remember that particular scandal. It's hard to tell with college football. I don't know if we ever understood why, but maybe it's related to this. I have no idea. Uh, We want to play a little game here called Read Between the Lines with some NFL players. So... We're going to play you a quote, and then Perloff and I will try to dissect what they actually mean. Uh, Okay, let's start off. Did we have Jerry Judy? No. Did we have – who else was on this list today? Devontae Adams? Did we have – no? Saquon Barkley? No. I thought we had all uh, those guys. Yeah, we we were supposed to get all that. When I say we, I mean me. (laughs) I didn't get any of that. So uh, (laughs) I'm going to get all of that. You know what? Failure on two sides, not just you, because I do have a cut sheet, and I did not look to make sure that all of it. I was, was so right excited there. that I got here at 4:30 in the morning <laughs> and found parking that I forgot what my responsibilities were. Do you want me to, to do, re- do you want me to reenact those quotes? No, <laughs> yeah, I can, can find you? it. Uh, I'll give you the shorthand. Devonte Adams, give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm open. What does he really mean? No, really, get him the ball. <laughs> yeah, he's like, do you have eyes? Have you seen my team? Throw it to me, dude. <laughs> Jerry Judy says, um, not my fault. Yeah, not my fault. That I stink. <laughs> we can get Devontae Adams right now. Play that. Okay, let's hear it. If Jacoby goes out and have a, a monster game or if the offense is scoring every five plays, like the you know, our first drive on the Bills, then it is what it is. I don't you know, I don't, it's not about me, but you know, I'm one of the bigger pieces, you know, as to why this offense is gonna go. And if I'm not getting it, then that's obviously not um, according to plan. Yeah. Read between the lines. Unless it's absolutely perfect, <laughs> you better be throwing the ball to me. You can hey, let Jacoby Myers get a couple here and now, throw him a bone or two. But these targets have to be going my direction. I was a little confused by this because I thought Devontae Adams had a shoulder injury and then he got popped last week uh, against the Patriots. I thought this was a function of him being hurt, that he wasn't getting these targets. Not throwing to him, if you're the Raiders, makes no sense. Okay, but here's the thing about Devontae Adams. If he's on the field, yep. I don't care really if he's hurt. I Let's spin it forward though. Do you think that this is Devontae Adams came out through reporters and said, I want to stay in Vegas. I don't want to be traded at the trade deadline. Yep. I love Aiden O'Connell, which was random. <laughs> Do you think this is the beginning of maybe some wide receiver discontent? Maybe he will ask for a trade. Would you predict a preseason? Uh I think he's saying the right things. I think yeah. for Devontae Adams it's very important to him 
it appears that he doesn't look like, oh, here we go again, a wide receiver who mm, is point. a malcontent and is a drama machine and wants to get traded away. But here's the thing. He's kind of, he to his credit, he hasn't been that way. However, he has left us some breadcrumbs here that have been not so subtle. Just go back to the offseason. He was clearly upset that they traded away Derek Carr, who was one of the reasons he even got uh, wanted to come to the Raiders. He had called out the organization about like, hey, what direction are we going in here? So yep. that was before the season even started. And now the team is going to benefit from a very easy schedule. But make no mistake, this is not a great team. But will they benefit? I think this this game this weekend, the Raiders at the Bears, all of a sudden has a lot more meaning. Because if they're 3-3, three and three, if they go to 4-3, and three, then we're talking playoffs. We don't even know who's starting. I, I keep reading the story, and they will not say if it's Aiden O'Connell or the veteran Brian Hoyer. I, I think Devontae Adams, it could turn south. If they lose this game to the, probably the second or third worst team in the league, yeah. I think there's going to be ramifications. And the Raiders are a high-profile team. I would watch this closely. And if, they, if I'm the coach, every play is Devontae Adams. I don't care if he's triple teams. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You're getting the ball. Well, and it's going to be Tyson Badgett on the other side, right? right. So... You, know, as you don't want to lose to that dude. Can't lose to that guy just because, you know, he's an undrafted rookie out of Shepherd University. Yeah, who's, his claim to fame is his dad is an arm wrestling champion. Pretty he cool. looked okay last week. This this is funny. I mean, normally I wouldn't even want to watch much of this game. This might be one of the more fascinating games <laughs> of the weekend. Yeah, that's saying something. Um, but, yeah, so Devontae Adams uh, – I think he's he's telling you enough without outright saying, yeah. trade me, trade me. No, see, I don't think he's saying trade me. I think you're right. He doesn't want to be that diva. I think he likes being in Las Vegas. Sure. I, I don't – It's funny. I could be totally wrong here. I don't see a trade in the future here because they're close enough to the playoffs. If you take Devontae Adams off that offensive roster, then you just have Josh Jacobs, yeah. and that is not really working right now. I, I think he stays. I would I, – unless mm, – no, he's staying. They lose this weekend, then we'll pick up the discussion – I, I don't see them getting rid of him. I wonder how many teams have called about him. Now, the, yeah. the crazy thing is, is his contract is huge. So you'd have yeah. to trade something and also fit him under your cap, which might take some of the real contending teams out of the running. Also, also you see him grab his shoulder sometimes. I think teams are watching that really closely. It's possible. Uh, okay, coming up, lots more on this Michigan sign-stealing scandal. Also got another game this weekend that... To the victor's really going to go to the spoils here. Like, the hype machine is going to be on overdrive, depending on who wins this game. We'll tell you about it in a moment. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 